What's going on, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? It's Bobby Reynolds, and we are back with another episode of the IDP Show. It's week 15 preview episode, and we've got a very special guest here in the virtual Soad Shack, my boy, Joey the Tooth. Joey, how are we this evening? I'm fantastic, buddy. Got my 49ers playing tonight. Looking good. Purdy's looking purdy, so... Absolutely, man. Joey the Tooth, IDP writer, ranker, and projections expert for football guys. Joey, how has your dynasty season been going in 2022? Actually, this season's been very good. I think I missed the playoffs in one league, and it's just, it's been very, very good. I don't know what the difference is this year because I haven't really done much different. It's just compared to last year, it's, it's just players. I don't know that the players, they've changed. It's just, Every year, it's year to year, you know, it. it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden people break out, people fall off a cliff. It's, it's been actually very good this year. That's great. I agree. I, my dynasty has been fantastic. My redraft has been completely opposite. I have struggled Oof. this year in redraft. So I'm like um, 50-50 in redraft. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not your redraft guy. You want to? You want some redraft information? You need to look elsewhere. But dynasty wise, I'm I'm your boy. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk, man. This is the this is the week that we have played for all year. Hopefully, lots of you guys have got um, either a buy this week or this is going to be the first round of your playoff matchups. Um, but without any further delay, let's get into it. Basically, what we're going to do here tonight. The same thing that me and Evan Rhonda, um, Joey is tagging in for Evan, and he's as Evan has been a little bit under the weather this weekend. But we're gonna go game by game. We're gonna give a lot of these players grades from A, B, C, or D. A essentially means locked in, Nick Bosa type, never gonna leave your lineup. B is gonna be a solid player for your lineup. C is gonna be somebody that's maybe a little bit more skeptical, and D is gonna be somebody that we're essentially staying away from we'll talk about a couple of dynasty stashes in here um, my grades are are i've scrutinized these players a little bit more uh a uh, little bit harder i guess this week as this is an important week we need to make sure that we get it right and we're even going to go back in time joey we're going to talk about the san francisco um and seattle matchup tonight even though we're sitting here watching it we can still talk about it so without any further delay let's get into it the san francisco 49ers are at The Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers D-line that we need to know about. Edge, Nick Bosa is an A-grade. Linebackers, Fred Warner is an A-grade. Dre Greenlaw is an A-grade. Dre Greenlaw actually has 15 tackles, one INT in weeks 15, uh, in week 14, and 45 tackles in the last five weeks to go with one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries, one INT, and one touchdown. And then defensive back Telenoa Hufunga is a B grade. He is actually only averaging 4.4 tackles in the last five weeks since the bye. Uh, But spoiler alert, he does have a sack tonight. So that definitely helps in that department. Joey, are we right or wrong? Mostly me, because I came up with a majority of these (laughs) grades. Joey here is just the expertise behind it. But am I right or wrong to have Fred and Dre both listed as A grades for this week against Seattle? Uh, I, I think 100% so. Uh, Greenlaw for sure. I mean, Greenlaw's, he's just emerged as pretty much the 
linebacker you want in San Francisco. I'm not saying he's a better player than Fred Warner because honestly, I think Fred Warner is one of the better linebackers in the NFL and as an actual NFL player. But Greenlaw has just been, he's been racking up tackles and he's actually adding this year a little bit of playmaking to his, to his repertoire, which is nice. But Mm -hmm. Fred Warner, he's a great guy in coverage. Um, I guess Seattle doesn't really throw too much underneath, but Mm -hmm. Fred Warner, he's just, he's just a guy. He's going to be there. He's going to get you like five, six tackles a game. He'll probably come up with a pass defended, a couple tackles for a loss. So he's like a locked in a Greenlaw is like your high level a, I I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And then even with Dre, I feel like he's got that big play upside that Fred, Fred Mm -hmm. has, but um, you can look up and Dre's got a 30 point game real quick. Right. Yeah. Fred Warner spends a lot of time running the defense and Greenlaw is kind of free to just react. So I think that's where the big difference is there. I mean, Fred Warner, Fred Warner runs this defense and this defense just, it's all over the place. It's, it's whizzing. They're all working together and it's why they're ranked first in virtually every defensive category this year. Fantastic team. Um, if Purdy can figure it out, I think San Francisco could actually make a run here down the stretch. I should, al- should also mention before we get to the Seattle Seahawks that if you're subscribed to the idpshow.com, our newsletter over there, we're actually going to put this um, our doc here as an article, and there's a lot more players that we have graded, but we're not going to talk about them all tonight just for time's sake. But check that out tomorrow. That'll be on the website and uh, get you some goodness uh, in article form before your weekend matches, which also pay attention. Some of uh, the games are actually going to be on Saturday as well. That threw me for a loop today. I didn't know that we were at that point of the season. But for Seattle, let's talk about their D-line. Uchenna Nuwasu for me is an A-grade. Linebackers Jordan Brooks is an A grade, and Cody Barton is a B grade. And then I have Quandre Diggs as a C, and then Ryan Neal as a B, as well as Tariq Wolin. Um, a question for you here, Joey, is mm-hmm. Uchenna Nuwasu someone that you are willing to rely on in 2023? Yeah, 100%. Uh, 2023, definitely, just because he's got his contract with Seattle going through 2023. Uh, if he was a free agent, it'd make me a little worried, but I mean – with the year he's having, I mean, going into tonight, he had 50 tackles and nine sacks. I don't see there being any reason why the Seahawks would use him any differently next year. So I think his role going into the next year is going to be exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So, Uchin is a guy too that it's it's good to see him finally get a full um, a full assortment of snaps. You know, right. um, Los Angeles finally upped his snap percentage some last year, um, but man, he surpassed that pretty quick in the year up in oh, Seattle yeah. this year, and 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 has looked great doing it. Oh yeah, he's looked fantastic. Yeah, it, he's. I mean, like I said, fifty tackles and nine sacks in what thirteen games. It's yep. that's pretty fantastic. I mean, the fifty tackles alone for edge defender is fantastic. So solid, man. So solid. You love when you've got that solid tackle floor, but then you've got mm-hmm. a defensive lineman who has that sack upside. Um, that's a beautiful combination. Another beautiful thing is going to be the Indianapolis Colts at the Minnesota Vikings this weekend. Indianapolis defensive line here. Yannick Ngakwe is going to be a B grade for me. Quiddy Pay is a C grade, and then DeForest Buckner is an A in defensive tackle leagues, and I'm actually giving him an A in defensive line leagues as well. Buckner has been pretty good as of late. Bobby Okereke, linebacker there for the Colts, is going to receive a C grade, and then Zaire Franklin is going to receive an A grade from me. And then a defensive back that I like here lately, Rodney McLeod, is a B grade. He doesn't have more than eight tackles per game on the season, but he also doesn't have any less than four. So if you need a nice DB, probably three, to be honest with you. Um, McLeod is is uh, is that guy. But my question here for you, Joey, uh, in what has been somewhat of a depleted defensive line market, I feel like in 2022, 
Are you trusting Quiddy Pay at all in your matchups for this week? I am actually. Uh, I would probably bump him up actually over uh, Ngakwe just because he's a much better run defender. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Minnesota, they have Delvin Cook, so they're going to run a decent amount, although they've been relying on the pass a ton this year. But, I mean, Quiddy Pay has he's had seven or more tackles in three of the seven healthy games he's played this year and add five sacks to in those games. So it's like in seven games and in he's seven or, or it's like seven, eight and nine tackles in three of those games. And for an edge defender, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So and then add in the fact of those seven games, he has five sacks. So you have your high tackle floor with your sack upside. So mm-hmm. and Gakwe is pretty much he's he's not really a tackle floor guy by any means. He's he's either a sack or nothing. And he's been like that his, pretty much his entire career. Mm-hmm. So I'd actually think I'm going to run pay with a better grade than Ngakwe. I'm going to go BC opposite. I don't hate it. And even Ngakwe has been a little bit better since we kind of called him mm-hmm. out a couple weeks ago. He's found a couple half sacks, a couple sack games. But you're right. The, uh, the tackle floor is pretty low. All right, let's get to the Vikings here, the other side of this matchup. Uh, Minnesota defensive line here, Daniil Hunter is an A, but I will say he does have a questionable tag going into the weekend, so pay attention to that. Zadaria Smith is an A grade. Linebacker Eric Kendricks, he's an A grade. Jordan Hicks is a B, but he did not practice. Um, I believe it was on Wednesday due to an ankle, so monitor that status closer to the weekend. Honestly, I'm betting him being out for week 15, I haven't seen anything as of late, but pay attention to that going into the weekend. And then defensive backs, safety Harrison Smith is an A grade. He logged a full practice on Wednesday. And then safety Cameron Bynum is a C grade. He had a 38.9 PFF grade in week 14, which is just something that I think he needs to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that. Um, Zedaria Smith and Daniil Hunter are both coming off of a really down week in week 14. They both had just a couple of points. Are we okay to go ahead and roll them out in week 15 with a plus type confidence? 100%. That Colts offensive line is trash this year. It's unbelievable how different it is from last year, but I think they've given up a league most, I think it's like 47 sacks or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely unbelievable. So Darius Smith, he's a beast. And if he's healthy, he's he's probably going to come up with at least a sack this week. Daniel Hunter is still one of the better pass rushers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. A little worried about his questionable tag, but I mean, the tandem between those two is unbelievable. And even Patrick Jones in limited snaps. Yep. So I, I love that matchup for the uh, for the defensive line here for the uh for the Vikings. Yeah, that but. is worrisome with Hunter. I think what's going on with him right now is his neck, which I'm hoping is not yeah. uh, tied into what kept him out a little bit last year. Yeah, and uh, news on uh, Jordan Hicks. I actually just got an update a couple minutes ago that he has clearance for the week. That's he great to know. non-participant, but uh, he's officially off of the injury report. Okay, so Jordan Hicks, Eric Kendricks, both going to be in your lineups for this weekend. And honestly, Daniil really needs to play because the Vikings uh, need to need to stack a, up a couple W's heading yeah. uh, heading towards the playoffs. Yeah, after um, a hot start, they kind of fallen flat. They sure have. They sure have. All right, let's get to the Baltimore Ravens are going to play at the Cleveland Browns in Week 15. Baltimore's defensive lineman, at least some of the ones worth noting. Defensive tackle Calais Campbell um, is a C grade. Tyus Bowser coming off of an Achilles injuries. Um, he has two sacks in five weeks and a forced fumble. He's going to receive a C grade from me. 
Roquan Smith, linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, is going to receive an A grade, as well as his running mate, Patrick Queen, is going to receive a B grade. And then the defensive backs, Chuck Clark is a B grade. He has six tackles per game in his last four. Geno Stone is a D. Marcus Williams is a C. He's more of a big play guy. And then safety, Kyle Hamilton, the DB darling out of the 2022 rookie draft, logged 91% of snaps in week 14. So the usage is trending upwards for Kyle Hamilton, which is healthy to see. My question for you, Joey, how confident do we feel in starting Patrick Queen as an LB2 in our matchups for week 15? I'm actually fully confident in Patrick Queen this year. He, he's had a drastic improvement from last year. Uh, if you look at his PFF grades, his overall defensive grades is 71.6 this year, up from 43.5 last year. Uh, he's crushing his pressures from last year. He's, he hasn't set a career high yet, but I think he's one off. He already set a career high in sacks, passes defended, and interceptions. So his playmaking is much higher than last year, and he's already over 90 tackles, so... I am fully confident in him as my LB2, especially against a run-heavy offense and a quarterback who's been super shaky. Yeah, you got to think that uh, Roquan is going to help him out a little bit there, and that that could be a nice little tandem here in the future. Let's uh, touch real quick because I read your article um, this week about Calais Campbell and why you like him for this week. Talk to it real quick. Well, you got the the smash, smash mouth run offense of the Cleveland Browns. I mean, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And Calais Campbell is kind of like that guy in the center. He's the veteran leadership. He's got he's six eight with a giant wingspan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still rocking sixty three percent of his snap share. Uh, he's got thirty plus pressures and he's got five sacks. I mean, he's I think thirty six years old and he's still doing all of this. So mm-hmm. I'm still rocking out Calais Campbell. He's got he's got a decent tackle floor, but he's also got pass rush upside. I love that, especially against Cleveland, like you were saying. I feel like that's probably the most important thing. He's going to have a busy week there in front of him. But for the Cleveland Browns, a defensive lineman, uh, Edge, Miles Garrett, receives an A grade, had a blow-up game again last week. I think he put up a 40-pointer in most of your leagues. And then Edge, David on Clowney, is a C grade. Uh, He does have an ankle injury going into the weekend and is questionable. Linebacker Deion Jones is relevant again for us in 2022 for me, he's going to receive an A grade. Let's look here at um, a little article by our boy Kyle Bellyfuel with the football guys. Kyle said the Browns are running out of options at linebacker, and this week was a step in the right direction for Jones. Hopefully he can continue to see 80% plus snap share down the stretch for the Browns. They may not have a choice. I love that. Tony mm-hmm. Fields here is going to receive a C grade for me, and then – the DBs, I'm not super confident with. Safety, Grant Delpit, a C. John Johnson is a B grade. He does have a knee uh, injury and did not practice on Wednesday. But you're probably not rolling out most of those guys anyways. Uh, Joey, in the week that we have played for all year, week 15, first week of the playoffs, what are the odds that Deion Jones sees the majority of LB snaps? The Browns are not going to fool us and use Tony Fields, right? It's got to be Deion Jones. He played very well last week. I mean, he's always had potential. He's shown it. I mean, he's been a 100-plus tackle guy numerous times. I mean, he's finished as, I'm pretty sure, the LB1 just three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. So Deion Jones obviously has he's, – he's athletic. He's, he's a poor tackler, but he's super athletic. He's pretty good in coverage. He's a good pass rusher. He's close to complete, so he's the best thing they have left. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I do want to make men- what I was thinking about looking at their depleted linebacker group, I wonder if they maybe play a little more Grant Delpit or John Johnson in the box this year, this week, mm-hmm. with the Tony, just Tony Fields and Deion Jones being healthy. Maybe one of them swinging the box a little more. 
I agree with that. If you want kind of the big play upside, if you want the what the heck flex type of position, maybe roll Del Pitt or John Johnson out as opposed to Tony Fields. I haven't played all year to put all of my faith in Tony Fields in week right. 15. That's just not something I feel comfortable doing. Same. Let's get to the next matchup here. The Miami Dolphins are at the Buffalo Bills. Tua has played in snow before, so you guys don't need to be worried. Um, the Miami Dolphins defensive lineman, Jalen Phillips. Got to give my boy Addy a shout-out. He's getting an A grade. Bradley Chubb is going to receive a B grade. Christian Wilkins, the tackle monster, is going to be – Receiving a B in defensive line leagues and an A in defensive tackle leagues. Jerome Baker is back from the dead. He receives an A grade going into week 15. The last game against Buffalo this year, 13 tackles and a half sack. Might want to make a note of that. Alandon Roberts is going to receive a C grade. Aside from his two and a half sacks on the year, he has no other big plays other than tackles. And then Eric Rowe um, is going to receive a C grade. He did have a sack last week, but he is dealing with a hamstring injury and is questionable for the weekend. And then Javon Holland is a C grade, and Xavier Howard is a C grade for me in quarterback leagues. Xavier Howard does have the interception upside, but he has been moderately disappointing for us this year. Incredibly. Um, Joey, we have seen a couple uh, of recent solid weeks here from Jerome Baker, um, whereas prior to that he was pretty uh, pretty absent for the rest of the season. Could this be fool's gold, or does Baker have our confidence rolling into Week 15? So it could go one of two ways, honestly, and it has nothing to do with Baker. I think he he's kind of back on the right track, but I think it's the weather more so. If it's a heavy, heavy snow snow game, it's going to limit the amount of snaps total played. It's going to be a lot of clock burning, running. Um, the only thing that I think is going to really boost Baker is his pass rushing upside because Baker's always been kind of a good pass rusher from the linebacker position. So if he can steady out like a solid tackle floor, then maybe come up with like a sack, hopefully force fumble or something of that nature. But I, the thing that worries me most about this matchup is the, the weather. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, I think the, uh, the bills give up the, the fifth most points to linebackers. So the matchups there, it's the weather that, that worries me. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Let's get to the other side of this matchup. The Buffalo Bills defensive lineman, A.J. Epinesa, he's going to receive a B grade. Greg Rousseau, he's going to receive a B grade for me as well, mostly because Von Miller's out for the year. Linebackers, Tremaine Edmonds, a B grade. Matt Milano, the sexiest man in the NFL, is going to receive Ooh. an A grade. Defensive backs, Jordan Poyer, an A grade. Safety, DeMar Hamlin, a B grade. And Teron Johnson is an A in cornerback leagues. Between Epinesa and old Greg, with them both being B grades, which one of those would you pick for your Week 15 matchup? Uh, I got to go with Old Greg. Uh, he's he's got the far more athletic upside. We've seen that. Um, and then if you actually just look at their snap percentages, it's his is far more consistent. He's got one and a half times the amount of pressures Epineza. I know he's been Epineza has been playing behind uh, Von Miller, but mm -hmm. it's just you even you watch when they're both on the field and Russo pops a lot more. I mean. Epinesa's had some big games, but Russo's got the, the the crazy athletic potential. Absolutely. And um, I really like this matchup, honestly, for them. If it's going to be a yucky game, yeah. if who is going to be holding on to the ball for a little while and the, the footing is not going to be great, I really like it for one of those two guys. And uh, I couldn't agree with you more, Joey. I do like Epinesa. His, uh, his value has taken an upswing here lately with Von Miller out, but yeah. Russo is the right answer. He's he's the guy that we trust here. Let's get to the next matchup for the weekend. The Philadelphia Eagles are at the Chicago Bears. 
Philadelphia's defensive lineman uh, Edge Hassan Reddick is going to receive a B grade. Edge Josh Sweat is going to receive an A grade. It may be too high, but he's on most of my team, so I'm giving him an A. <laughs> Edge Brandon Graham had 5.5 sacks in the last four weeks. He receives a B grade. Let's talk about defensive tackle and Dominican Sue is a B in defensive tackle leagues. According to Joey's most recent article on football, guys, Dominican Sue and the Eagles play the Bears in week 15. The Bears have allowed the fifth most sacks in the NFL with 42. So we're rolling out in Dominican Sue in our defensive tackle leagues with confidence. Javon Hargrave there is an A in defensive tackle leagues. Linebackers, TJ Edwards, an A grade. Kaiser White is a B grade. And then defensive backs, Marcus Epps, C grade. And then Slay and Bradbury, they can both have a B in cornerback leagues as well. Joey, do you have any confidence this week starting Brandon Graham, or should we just stop paying attention to his recent sack production and look elsewhere for our matchups this week? The matchup's fantastic. I mean, I, I think in the article I read, which is a streaming article for the defensive line, I almost play somebody who's playing the Bears. They're just constantly giving up big plays to the defensive line, edge and interior. Um, I'm probably treating Graham more of a edge three DL three. I mean, he's a guy that I, I'll stream this week. If I'm dealing with injuries and I'm kind of going back and forth between matchups, I'm going to, I'll go with Graham. But uh, if I have two legitimate, like DL one and twos in front of him, I'm not going to sit one of them just to play Graham because he's been hot. Yeah, I agree with you there. Let's talk a little dynasty real quick too. Any interest in the Kobe Dean at all for dynasty? Uh, I do actually. I mean, I don't, I don't see – TJ Edwards has been fantastic. So yep. I see him. He's probably going to be a, a long-term option there in Philly. But Kaiser White's been – he's been kind of spotty, kind of like mm-hmm. he was with the Chargers. So Dean had that that one game where he had an uptick in snaps when I think it was White went out. And mm-hmm. what he had, he, I think it was five tackles and 16 snaps or something like that. I mean, he, he showed pretty good potential. I know it's a small sample size, but he so, showed some nice potential. No, if he plays 100 snaps, I think he could see 33 tackles. So that's that's what we're looking for there. Yeah. As long as he keeps up that uh, one tackle every three plays, that would be fantastic. But yeah. no, I agree with you. Kobe Dean uh, is a guy on our dynasty radars. Let's get to the other side of this matchup. Uh, the Chicago Bears defensive linemen are pretty gross. Let's just be honest with you. I'm not <laughs> even going to mention any of them. Let's go straight to the linebackers. Nick yeah. Morrow is going to receive a C grade, but our boy, what does Josh call him? Um Oh, my gosh. Special agent Jack Sanborn is going to receive an A grade. He has 45 tackles in the NFL against grown men in the last four weeks. Defensive back uh, Jaquan Brisker is going to receive an A grade from me. He has been absolutely fantastic. Um, And then safety DeAndre Houston Carson is going to receive a C grade. Small sample size, but has seen over 60 snaps in the last two games. So if you're in a really deep league and are really desperate, Carson may be somebody that you want to pay attention to. Aside from Sanborn or Brisker, does anybody else gain any type of confidence or even curiosity for you from the Bears this week, Joey? No. <laughs> yep. I, I agree. It's just so gross. I sat there and I thought about it. I looked at the question. I was just like, I mean, maybe Kyler Gordon, but sure. it, it's only in leagues where I'm starting a cornerback. I'm not going to start him as my DB. I have really thought, that one of these edge defenders, Alkadim Muhammad, Travis Gibson, Dominic Robinson, I thought one of them was going to do something this year. Right. They've done nothing. No. They, I mean, uh, Justin Jones as sure. a D tackle has been decent. Yep. He's been okay. 
Um, but these edge guys have been gross, and it's not even oh, worth talking about a whole lot more. No. I do like Jaquan Brisker. Looking yeah. at Jaquan Brisker's game log here while we were doing this prep, man, we're going to do a safety episode for the IDP show. It's going to be a YouTube exclusive. We're going to rank our top eight. I can guarantee you for Dynasty, Jaquan Brisker will be one of my top eight safeties going mm-hmm. into 2023. The guy has been fantastic. He may even be my favorite out of the 2022 rookie class. I know. Hamilton's been kind of a disappointment just because of playing time and whatnot, but Brisker's just shown up. Like He does it all, everything. And you got to love seeing Hamilton's snaps up uh, uptick to the 91% mm-hmm. last week. You really have to like seeing that. And maybe it comes around, but man, Brisker has popped on the field. When you actually turn the TV on, not only is he in the box score, but he's also you know, passing the eye test, the old Adam Markham eye test. Mm -hmm. Uh, You love to see it. Let's get to the next game, which is going to be a real snoozer. The Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. The Atlanta defensive line edge, Arnold Ebiketti, is going to receive a C grade. Defensive tackle, Grady Jarrett, is going to receive an A grade in defensive tackle required leagues. Linebackers, Rashawn Evans, is going to receive an A grade. Michael Walker is going to receive a B grade. Troy Anderson is going to receive a D grade, but he's only worth mentioning for a dynasty stash. And then defensive backs, safety slash cornerback Richie Grant is going to receive a B grade. And then safety Jalen Hawkins is going to receive a C grade also. Let me ask you this or that question. Do you have more confidence in Rashawn Evans this week or Quay Walker against the Rams in week 15? I think I'm going to go with Rashawn Evans just because, I mean, if if you look at what he's done this year, and it's been incredibly quiet, but he has 10 or more tackles in 9 of 13 games. He doesn't give you anything else, but he that's a pretty darn good tackle floor. Little junior foyer. Right. It's like, all right. So, and I, I haven't even really noticed, but if you look at Rashawn Evans' numbers, you're like, holy cow. I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess he's racking up tackles. But Quay with, uh, with Campbell back, I mean, Campbell's just so good. Yep. He just soaks up way too much. That's it. He's the sponge beside Quay Walker. And as much as I would like to say Quay as well, I think think Quay's a better player. Oh, 100%. And he's the better dynasty stash probably. Um, But Rashawn Evans is making himself a little money this year. And he's going to sign him a nice free agent contract in the offseason. And, uh, you know, maybe he can be like Foyer and go and produce somewhere like Jacksonville. Right. I don't know where needs a good uh, linebacker like – like Evans for next year, but uh, you know somebody's going to open up the checkbook. Go back to Tennessee. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, come on back. They need some help. Let's get to the uh, New Orleans Saints. Kind of a bunch of gross stuff here for the defensive line outside of Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan here, edge for New Orleans Saints, is going to receive an A grade from me. A bunch of yuck outside of that. Let's get to the linebackers here. Demario Davis is going to receive an A grade from me. Love Demario Davis. But then Pete Warner is going to receive a D grade. Questionable tag, but logged limited practice on Wednesday. So put a pin in that. Caden Ellis is a B grade, but only if um, Pete Warner doesn't play this week. And even at that point, a B may be too rich. Maybe a C is all I feel confident in with Caden Ellis. I know a bunch of people have hard eyes for Caden Ellis. I know there was a bunch of weeks there where he produced and everybody kind of, you know, was – enjoying that but it's week 15 and i'm not sure that we can rely on that so let's find somebody that we really want for week 15 defensive back marcus may is going to receive a b grade for us here in week 15 marcus may that makes me think about uh uh, the grinch martha may uh (laughs) when uh, they talk about martha may is going to be there and the grinch says oh she will 
as you see me getting in a war. I love The Grinch. That's a great movie. We just watched it the other night. So let's get to the question here for the New Orleans Saints. In what is looking to be a plush defensive line matchup against a weaker Atlanta team who is starting rookie Desmond Ritter for his first start in the NFL, which defensive lineman do you see producing the most IDP points for us from the Saints in Week 15, Joey? It's got to be the veteran Cam Jordan. He's still playing well, and he's always had a good, pretty decent tackle floor as a defensive end. And, uh, I mean, it's a rookie, so take the vet. <laughs> yep. I couldn't agree more. Do you have any interest in anybody other than Cam Jordan? I did have interest in Peyton Turner for a little while, but the guy just can't stay healthy. He had a couple of games where he he had two games with five pressures. Uh, he was starting to see his uptick in snaps here. He had, he had over 30 snaps in, like, three games, and then he just got injured again. It's like... When's the guy, if we can get it, see Peyton Turner, maybe get like a full, a clean bill of health for a full season, maybe see his actual potential be unleashed, but it's like, he can't reach it because he can't get in a rhythm. Yep. Yep. It is tough, man. Um, I agree with you. It's, um, it's weird, a weird year there for the New Orleans Saints. I thought they should have busted it up and kind of sold a bunch of parts uh, yeah. and pieces this year, but they would decided to run for it. You know, you can't fault them for that. Let's get to the next matchup, a team that is going for it. The Detroit Lions at the New York Jets. Detroit is um, going to roll out the edge defender, Aiden Hutchinson. He is going to receive a B grade from me this week. He is finding sacks, um, but in games with no sacks, he seems to have somewhat of a limited tackle floor. So that's a little bit worrisome for me. That's why he didn't receive quite the full-on A grade. Um, and then edge Romeo Aquara is going to receive a D grade. He played 25% of snaps in week 14. But may, maybe pay attention to him down the stretch. If you're in deeper leagues and need a player in week 16 or 17, just put a pin in it. Linebackers Alex Anzalone is going to receive a B grade, and then everyone's darling Malcolm Rodriguez is going to receive a C grade. Defensive backs Deshaun Elliott is a B grade. Kirby Joseph is a C grade. Do I have Alex Anzalone too, he- too low here, Joey? Should his B grade actually be an A grade this week? No, B is perfect for him because, I mean, sure, he's, he's flashed some pretty decent upside this year, but it's literally only been this year. So he, he's liable to just have a trash game too. I mean, it's it's Alex Anzalone. Yep, I agree. I like Alex Anzalone, but I think he probably fits the bill as a LB2, okay. LB3. Yeah, okay if he's in LB2, you feel confident if he's your LB3. Mm-hmm, 100%. Let's talk about a team that has an LB1, the New York Jets defensive lineman. Let's just talk about Quentin Williams, A in defensive tackle leagues. And honestly, for me, he's an A in defensive line leagues. But I will say, I think he has an ankle thing going on right now. Uh, maybe ankle, maybe elbow. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Check on his status going <laughs> through the weekend and make sure that he is actually active um, for your team this week. Linebacker CJ Mosley is an A grade. And then defensive backs, Jordan Whitehead is going to receive a B grade. And then Sauce Gardner is a B grade in your cornerback leagues. A quick little dynasty question here for you, Joey. Where do you have Quinnen Williams ranked in your top eight dynasty defensive tackles? He's probably going to be, man, probably top two or three. Wow. Yeah, I, I think his his sack upside is phenomenal. And when you have that from an interior defender – it's just it it just boosts his 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 uh, ceiling so high. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not like he's he's any slouch in tackles either. I mean, three four a game, but the fact that he's literally just been 
blasting sacks this season. It's just that's that's what you're looking for in defensive tackle. Did I blow through the Jets here too quickly? Is there anybody else who has who you have any interest in this week? C.J. Mosley, maybe. Yeah, sure. I mean, they, the Detroit runs the ball quite a bit. So, any Jordan, interest in Carl Lawson at all? Uh, Not I, really. No, he's kind of disappointed me, and I don't think uh, the Lions' offensive line's that poor. Yeah. So I think I think the offensive line where the Detroit Lions is or the, of the Lions is pretty good. So Franklin Myers, no Carl Lawson, maybe he comes through with a sack, but probably not. I th- I think the only person on that defensive line I'm looking at is Quinn Williams. Yeah, man, the Lions are good. That's a weird thing to kind of say, yeah. you know, week 15 in 2022. But here we are. The They're Jared playing Dolph together, led. man. They're yeah. playing together. I love it. I'm buying in. I'm not yeah. even a Lions fan, and I love Dan Campbell. Yeah. Send him to L.A. when McVay's gone. We'll take him. Yeah, man. It's it's cool seeing Goff do well because they were kind of just like, see you later, man. Both like, teams won that trade, man. The Rams yeah. got a Super Bowl, and then the Lions yeah. got a bevy of picks. Now Jared Goff has reemerged. You know, they probably draft another quarterback just because that's what they're going to have to do. But um, Jared Goff is probably the quarterback for the team in 2023. Yeah, they kind of, he, he's allowed them to say, hey, well, we have a plethora of picks. Now we're going to use them on other positions that we still need mm-hmm. while we still run you out next year. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And he's making a ton of money. So good right. on you, Jared Goff, yep. even though you didn't know you're east from your west way back in the day. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Carolina Panthers. Pittsburgh defensive lineman Edge TJ Watt is going to receive a B grade from me. Edge Alex Highsmith is going to receive a B grade. He is a two point or a 20 point type of player for me. Mm-hmm. Just to be honest, Cam oh, yeah. Hayward is an A in defensive tackle leagues and a B in defensive line leagues. Which may be too rich. Maybe a B and D tackle and a C and D line leagues. Linebackers been pretty gross. Miles Jack is a B, maybe. Devin Bush is a C grade. Big Bob Spillane is a D. And then defensive backs, Minka Fitzpatrick is a B grade. Safety Terrell Edmonds is a B grade. Because I don't really like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Joey, what year <laughs> is the best year for Chevrolet pickup trucks? Ooh. Oh man. See, I like certain ones for certain. Uh, you know what? I want to. I guess I kind of have to say fifty-seven. Okay. And I truly like forty-nine. Okay. But there's something about that fifty-seven. There's a guy. My uh, my friend lives up the street, and uh, her dad's got a fifty-seven that he put a four oh nine and a four speed in. It's freaking phenomenal. I love it. It's just my, the the body style on it. It's just the 50, 55 to fifty seven is phenomenal. My boss just built a fifty seven. It's a fleet side, big back window, short wheelbase, six point mm. two liter LS, four L eighty, vintage air. It is is a sight to behold. Painted, painted frame. Yep. Unbelievable. My dad you know is 50, cool. Yes, sir. Fifty eight Apache. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Headlights. Love it. Love it. That front, that front grill, that front clip yeah. on an Apache may be the best Chevrolet front clip ever made. Yeah. My answer would probably be 1963. Okay. Because that was the last year for the knee-knocking windshield. Mm-hmm. You know, see the USA in your Chevrolet. The yeah. ad, oh my gosh, you ever see the world from the, from the view of the cockpit of the 1963 Chevrolet? It'll change your freaking life. Oh, man. What's, what uh, year is yours? What year is yours, Joey? Seventy-one. 71. I was just uh, I was just looking at getting some stuff for it actually yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Love that Christmas yep. time. Time oh, to get man. some new toys. Yes, I need sir. some upper and lower control arms. So 
I need it's a freaking way. firewall, or at Ooh. least sections, because where the cow, right up in the ed corners of the cow, water's been dripping down, and it's just starting to rust. Nice. So I can either cut cut out some sections, weld something in, or I actually found an entire firewall. I can just just put it in. Ugh. Man, I love it. I could talk I Chevys too. all day. I know. Let's, let's talk about the other side of this matchup, the Carolina Panthers. Edge Brian Burns is going to receive an A grade. And then Matt Ioannidis and Derek Brown are both going to receive. Actually, no, I take that back. Matt Ioannidis is going to receive a B in defensive tackle leagues. And then Derek Brown is going to receive a D in defensive tackle leagues. Brown had some spike games midseason, but is averaging less than two tackles per game since week eight. A bit of a disappointment there for a guy yeah, who was seriously. kind of peaking midseason. Uh, linebackers, Shaq Thompson is going to receive an A grade. And then Frankie Lubu is going to receive a B grade. He has had games of 10 and 12 tackles, but has also had games of three and four tackles since week seven. And then defensive backs, Xavier Woods is going to receive a B grade. Jeremy Chin is going to receive an A grade. And then J.C. Horn is going to be an A grade in cornerback leagues. This is a Jeff Palmazal shout-out boo-bam favorite for week 15, J.C. Horn. Um, dealer's choice here for you, Joey. Anybody you want to talk about from the Carolina Panthers for the week 15 matchup? Um I actually want people to be a little reluctant to start Frankie Louvu. Love it. I, I love Frankie Louvu. He's had a great season, but he's also he's kind of big play dependent. He's had those big big tackle games, but he's had way too many low tackle games. I like five, six and lower. I, I would if I'm gonna start a guy who I want to be my LB one, even LB two, I want somebody who's who's like definitely gonna give me like at least six tackles. But Louvu's kind of been that guy. He sometimes he blows up and then also he's got a couple of sacks, but then he's also just kind of, there's games where you're like, well, where'd Louvre go? Was he injured? Oh no, he played. Yeah. And Shaq Thompson has kind of reemerged recently. He's been racking up tackles the past few games. So I think that's actually capping Frankie Louvre a bit. I wonder where Shaq Thompson is in his contract. Is he about do some money? I don't know, but um, he, that, he was, he's lucky. He, he's kind of came out, came about recently because beginning of the season, he was a little flat. Last weekend, when uh, your Brock Purdy-led um, mm. 49ers were were uh, busting up on uh, Tom Brady and they flexed out of him, they went to the Carolina at Seattle game, and I got to watch a little Shaq Thompson and Frankie Louvu, and boy, does Shaq Thompson look good right now. He yeah. looks like a fantastic linebacker. Yep. Let's get to this next matchup here, the Dallas Cowboys. Shout out Johnny the Greek's favorite team in the NFL at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dallas Cowboys defensive line, you know who it is. It's Edge. Michael Parsons, he's getting an A grade. The rest of these guys, Demarcus Lawrence is a C grade. Dorrance Armstrong is a C grade. He, both of those guys have a questionable tag going into the weekend, so pay attention. And my boy Osa Odigizua is going to receive a B grade in defensive tackle leagues. Linebacker Leighton Vander Neck doesn't deserve that tag from me anymore. Take the neck out. He's Leighton Vander Esch. He's been fantastic yeah, for us this year. A B grade from me this week. And then defensive backs, J. Ron Curse is a B grade. And then Donovan Wilson is going to receive a B grade. And then cornerback Trevon Diggs, an A grade in cornerback leagues. If you want to roll Trayvon Diggs out to get an interception, go for it. Aside from Leighton Vander Esch and Micah Parsons, can you see any of these players having a great game this weekend? I like J. Ron Curse, but the matchups kind of crap against Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville gives up the least amount of points to safety. So yeah. maybe Osa. Yeah. Osa Adigizua. He's been good this year. He's he's flashed some uh, pass rushing upside too. 
I agree. Odigizua has been really good. He's had a decent little tackle floor. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of disappointing that Demarcus and Dorrance are kind of uh, kind of slumping here towards the end of the season because yeah. they've both had some pop games over the year, especially Dorrance. You know, shout out to my boy Evan Ronda. Feel better, Evan. But uh, Dorrance Armstrong was discount Demarcus Lawrence there for a long time, but it's oh, starting yeah. to look like just plain old Dorrance Armstrong again. I so know. He was don't hot the season. Don't have a lot of confidence in a lot of these guys other than uh, Micah Parsons. Even Leighton Vander Esch has been fantastic for us this year. For where you drafted him, um, or maybe even just picked him up off waivers, LVE has been really solid for your matchups. Let's get to the other side of this matchup, the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive lineman. Josh Allen is going to receive a B grade. Wow, disappointing. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs is going to receive a B, and then Dwayne Smoot is going to receive a C grade. Foye Aluakon, maybe one of your IDP MVPs for 2022. The guy's been fantastic. Again. An A grade. Good golly, the guy has been really good. Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma are both going to receive a C grade, mostly because I don't feel confident with them going into this weekend. And then defensive backs Andre Cisco and Andrew Wingard are both going to receive a B grade. Joey, do you want Josh Allen or Trayvon Walker in Dynasty moving forward? Ugh. Man. That's gross, isn't it? It is. But you know what? Walker's looked better this year than I actually expected. Josh Allen, I don't he's a really good football player. I don't know what's going on. I actually really enjoy watching Josh Allen play, but I can't he's just he can't hit home. We I talked about it a bunch Allen, on the show. I think he needs to move. I think he needs to go to a different team. Mm -hmm. I was actually talking about it with somebody last week. I would love to see him move to San Francisco and pair up with Bosa. Oh yeah. Make him just a number two. Make him make him make him the Zadarius Smith to Daniil Hunter. Wow. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. He might not be your edge one. He might just be a nice accompanying part of a defensive line. That's a great thought. I hadn't got to that part yet. Wow. That's a really good thought because he's probably due some money here soon as well. I know he was a first round pick, so they probably picked up his fifth year option. Right. Um, man. I really like that because I have been bummed. I have Josh Allen in a lot of places. I do too. And he's just been moderate at best this year. Yeah, it's very disappointing. Like I thought this was going to be his year where he's like he's finally just popped as that that DL one again. But and those first four or five weeks, you thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. Yep, I got it. I got it. And then We're it setting just like, records. Twenty sack year. Here it comes. <laughs> Let's talk about some IDPs that have been good this year. The Kansas City Chiefs play at the Houston Texans this week. Kansas City defensive lineman Frank Clark is a C. Furious George Karloftis is coming around. He's going to receive a B grade from me. Defensive tackle Chris Jones is an A in defensive tackle leagues. Linebackers Nick Bolton. We all know who he is. He's an A grade. Willie Gay is going to receive a B grade from me. Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill, the defensive backs there for the Chiefs, are both receiving C grades. But, hey, I'm giving our boy Legereus Sneed an A grade in cornerback leagues. And an A grade in defensive back leagues. I don't even care. It doesn't even matter to me yeah. if he's a cornerback. Roll him out. Oh, yeah. Joey, you smiled when I brought up Furious George Karloftis. I have a oh. feeling you want to talk about him. Love the guy. I actually, uh, I wrote him up last week as one of my streamers for last week, and he came up with three tackles and a sack. And he's got a sack in three straight games. He's got another good matchup. He's been the guy that Kansas City was hoping they were drafting. I mean, Frank Clark. I can't wait till he retires. Mm. He needs to get out of the league. I hate talking about him. Yep. But they they finally got themselves a nice edge defender in Carlyftis. It's so good to see. 
I remember the year when um, Clark came from Seattle and there was some news that came out in the offseason that said, oh, I don't remember how many sacks he had in Seattle. It was pushing like double digit, but they said, oh, he was dealing with an elbow thing all year. And people were like, gosh, imagine if he didn't have that elbow thing, how many sacks he would have had. And he hasn't done anything since then. He has been so quiet. I can't agree with you more. It's about time to move Frank Clark on down the road. Let's talk about the Houston Texans. Mm. The defensive linemen, nobody worth noting. Rasheen Green, Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison, all a C grade. If you want to, if you feel confident, if you've done your own research and you want to roll one of them out, don't put me or Joey's name on it. You're doing that on your own. But you can put my name on Ogbonia Okorongwo. He's going to receive a B grade from me. He has a sack in the last two weeks. I miss Ogbonia. I wish the Rams had not let him go. I think he has potential there. He could have been opposite Leonard Floyd and actually given that defensive line some help. But no, we had to let him go. Linebackers, the Christian brothers, Christian Kirksey and Christian Harris, both receive a C grade. I wouldn't start either of them. But the defensive back here that I would start is Jalen Petre. He receives an A grade from me this week. He's been on fire. He surely has. Anybody here you want to talk about not named Jalen Petre? We could talk about Petre if you want to. I mean, honestly, if you're going to start anybody in Houston, it's going to be in the defensive back, just either a corner or safety, just start anybody in their secondary. I mean, Mahomes is going to have a clean pocket all game, so he's just going to be picking apart that defense. Couldn't agree more, man. Petre receives an A grade. Jonathan Owens, if you want to roll him out, I'm confident as well. And then um, Derek Stingley, cornerback. Steven Nelson, quarterback. I gave Stingley an A, and I give Steven Nelson a B. I'm fine with both of those guys. You're exactly right, Joey. Uh, defensive line, it's going to be a long day for these guys, but for the safeties and the cornerbacks, Mahomes is going to have them busy. The uh, MVP of mine, is he your offensive MVP for the year, Mahomes? Um, You know what? Probably. Mahomes has played great, actually. Yeah. I kind of I, – I, if if Tua kept yeah. going as he was, yeah. I kind of wanted to give it to Tua just because, I mean, all the crap that he got. Mm-hmm. And now he's got my, my old offensive coordinator as his coach. I miss that guy. You know my two quarterbacks in uh, in my main league, Joey? Mahomes and Tua. You got mm-hmm. it, baby. Mm-hmm. We're feeling we're feeling no pain. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Arizona Cardinals, though, at the Denver Oof. Broncos. The Broncos may feel a little pain this weekend. Arizona defensive lineman Marcus Golden is going to receive a B grade. Zach Allen is going to receive a C grade. J.J. Watt's a C grade, but then my J. Sanders we're only mentioning as a dynasty stash. Maybe pay attention to him for 2023. But the linebackers here, got to give a little more credit to my boy Addy for Zayvon Collins receiving an A grade this weekend. Linebacker Isaiah Simmons is going to receive a B grade from his boy, from the main man, Isaiah Simmons, lover here. Not even an A grade. I'll give him a B. Adam said this week (laughs) on the IDP Show podcast that since week eight, Simmons is averaging 18 points per game. And he's the LB8 over that span. Dear goodness. We'd love to see it. Defensive backs, Buda Baker, an A grade. Jalen Thompson is a B grade. Byron Murphy, a B. And Marco Wilson, an A grade in cornerback leagues. Let's talk about Zayvon Collins here, Joey. As Isaiah Simmons has popped a little bit over the last couple weeks, Zayvon Collins has had a little bit of a dip. Are you confident with Collins in your Week 15 matchup? I think so, yeah. I mean, Denver, with Latavius Murray, they kind of just – they're kind of a smash mouth running style. It's a power running team and Murray's not really great. So mm-hmm. if he can get past the front line, front line, which it's pretty good. I mean, Zach Allen's fantastic. JJ yeah. Watt's pretty damn good, mm-hmm. but uh, Collins, he's probably going to soak up quite a few tackles this week. I mean, 
Latavius Murray, he's just such a plotter at, at this point of his career. Mm-hmm. Will Russell Wilson start this weekend? You think that's possible? Uh, probably not. We probably should probably not. hold him out. Probably not. So it's probably going to be an even more focus on running the football. So yeah. just that side view of uh, Russell Lane on the ground makes me think the NFL probably is going to put a halt They're on say, that. Just don't do it. Yep. Don't don't do it like to it. Let's let's let him sit. Y'all are not I mean, planning for the playoffs at so. this point anyway. Just just sit him out the rest of the season. Let him clear his head. Yep. Just tell him, hey, we still have trust in you, but. It has not looked well this year. Last week did look better. He he was he was he was he on an upward trajectory. Yep. You know why? Because he was moving. He was in and out of the out pocket. of the pocket. Yep. I couldn't agree more, man. I couldn't agree more. And Jerry Judy actually came back to life a little yeah. bit. Those guys that drafted him in the first round of the 2020 rookie draft were uh, finally breathing a little breath of fresh air for the first time. There was a bunch of I told you so's. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Twitter was rough. Defensive lineman here for the Denver Broncos, Jonathan Cooper. He's going to receive a B grade. And then Edge, Baron Browning, Joey's stream of the week from his Football Guys article is going to receive yes, a B grade as well. We got to mention Draymond Jones and DJ Jones, both Bs for me in defensive tackle leagues. If you got to roll them out, go for it. Adams, darling of the year. Josie Jewell is going to receive an A grade. Man, the guy has been fantastic. Alex Singleton is going to receive a C grade. Defensive backs, Justin Simmons, a B grade. It's been a rather disappointing year from Justin Simmons. And then Kareem Jackson is going to receive a C grade also. But Pat Sertain and Damari Mathis have been decent here lately. B grade Mm -hmm. in cornerback leagues. Joey, I'm going to roll out the red carpet here for you. Who do you want to talk about this this, uh, matchup? Uh, I kind of like, I want to talk about Baron Browning a little bit. Let's I mean, do it. The guy's been great. He's been ever since uh, they got rid of Chubb and um, Randy Gregory went on IR. I mean, he's just been, he's kind of been their best pass rusher. I mean, he's, he's racking up pressures. He, and he gets to go against Arizona, who's actually looked, their offensive lines look terrible the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And now they get to roll up Colt McCoy, who is by no means a mobile quarterback. So you watch Baron Brown and you watch him off the edge and he's just explosive. He's explosive. He's got quick feet. He's got great snap timing and he's just, he's in the backfield in seconds, not even seconds, like a second and a half. He's in the backfield. So I'm fully confident sending out Baron Browning as like an edge one edge two. Also something worth making a note is that Randy Gregory was just activated off of IR. I don't think he'll probably play this weekend, but it would be cool to see both of them on the field before the the end of the season, just to yeah. see what 2023 is going to look like. Yeah. And I mean, they also have Nick Benito. So it's like, mm-hmm. who's what, what's the, what's the rotation going to be like next year? Yeah. That's a fantastic defensive line. That's yeah. a fantastic defense as a whole. Honestly, the, the safeties really and is. the quarterbacks are pretty solid. That's why it's like, you look at that team and you're like, how are they so poor? Like that offense has just been so terrible this year. And Javante Williams goes down. It's like, yep. Oh man. Yeah. I really thought that the Broncos could be one of those sleepers for a Super Bowl contender this year, but it yeah. has been quite the opposite. No, Russ just seems out of place at the moment. Let's talk to about two more teams that are not going to win the Super Bowl here. The New England <laughs> Patriots at the Las Vegas Raiders. New England defensive line edge. Matt Judon receives an A grade. Edge Josh Uche receives a B grade. He's a great what-the-heck flex type of guy. Got to give some shout-out to my boy Sigmund Bloom. Uh, nobody else really I want to talk about there. Dietrich Wise, he's an A in defensive tackle leagues, but the others, eh, whatever. You can read yeah. the article. Linebackers, Juwan is- Bentley is a B grade. I got to give my boy Jelani Tavai some shout out here. He's a C grade, but good on him for continuing his NFL career. Proud of you, Jelani. 
D defensive back safety, Devin McCourty receives a C grade. Adrian Phillips, a C. Kyle Duggar is a B grade, if that's what you feel confident in. Uh, and then cornerback, Marcus Jones, a guy we had to add into the dock because in week 11, nobody knew his name the last time me and Evan did this podcast. Marcus Jones is an A in cornerback leagues, and he is an A++++ in leagues with return yards. Mm, mm. Also, he is an A plus 1,000. If your league does receive points for offensive plays, you need to check your scoring system because he is catching a couple balls. Mm -hmm. He is the Deion Jones of our of our era, playing both sides of the ball. It's pretty cool to see. It is really cool to see. Let's talk about Josh Uche, a guy who has won a lot of people's hearts. I've seen a lot of people. I saw a question here on Twitter not too long ago as my boy George Kittle runs another, I don't know, 50. He's on the 10. He's on the 5. He's on the 2. It's a touchdown for George Kittle. We love to see it. We oh, love man. to see it in week 15, baby. It's a great start out for us. But let's talk about Josh Uche. I saw a question this weekend that said, Devin White, Josh Uche, or Dre Greenlaw? People, what are we doing? Josh Uche has one or two good games, and he plays for the New England Patriots. Joey, tell him why to do, not do that. Oof. You, I mean, yeah, sure, he's been hot, but, man, you, 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 when you're in week 15, this is the playoffs. You can't go – playing a guy who's had a couple of good weeks. You have to get your guys that got you there. Like Dre Greenlaw, yep. we talked about earlier, how good has he been? Yep. He's a he's a top 10 linebacker. Why are you thinking about taking a random edge player who who was literally playing like 20% of snaps earlier this season? It's like, it, don't do it. Yep. Don't do it. Understand what type of team you are. If you're a team that has good offense, if you have good IDP play, players, Roll them out. If they've got you to the playoffs, continue to roll with them. Bring, there's, dance there's a with reason the, you got to the playoffs, and it's the players you've been playing. The girl you brought to the dance. Don't leave her on the wall. Go dance with her. Let's talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. Defensive lineman Edge, Max Crosby, receives an A grade. Edge Chandler Jones. Let's give him a B grade. You know, who cares? Linebackers, Jayon Brown receives a C grade. Denzel Perryman receives a B grade. Defensive backs, Trevon Morig, a B grade. That's about all I feel like talking about. Max yeah. Crosby has been fantastic. Denzel Perryman is a B grade. That's kind of questionable. There are times where Denzel Perryman looks good. There are times where Denzel Perryman doesn't produce for us. Should we be skeptical at all going into this weekend starting Perryman? I don't think so. I think it's actually a really good matchup for him against New England. Mm -hmm. I mean, they run the ball so much, and there's not really anybody in front of Perryman that's going to – clog up the middle. I mean, their defensive tackles aren't really that great. They have Bilo Nichols. I think he's a better pass rusher than he is run defender. So mm -hmm. I, I could see plenty leaking through the center of that impairment. That's where he thrives is in run defense. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, Bilal Nichols is a guy that Tripp liked before the season, and, and Nichols has played pretty decent yeah. for us this year. Um, yeah, not a lot to talk about there for the Raiders. Pretty depleted Man. team. The yep. Tennessee Titans are going to play at the Los Angeles Chargers, the other team in Los Angeles. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, defensive lineman, is an A in defensive tackle leagues, but a B in, B in defensive line leagues. But our boy Jake Colhagen thinks that the ankle injury that held Simmons out of Week 10 is limiting Simmons' upside as a pass rusher. So maybe be wary of Simmons if you're putting him into your lineup this week. Bud Dupree is a C-grade. Demarcus Walker is a B-grade. And then Rashad Weaver is a C-grade. Linebackers, Monty Rice, B-grade. Dylan Cole, a C-grade. And then defensive backs, Andrew Byard is a B-grade. And Andrew uh, 
I say Andrew Adams? I said Kevin Byard is a B grade and Andrew Adams is a B grade. Joey, do you trust the guy linebacker who in week 14 with no David Long, who went to IR, produced more IDP stats on less snaps or the guy in Dylan Cole who produced less with more IDP snaps? Oh, and he actually cried after the game. So I didn't know Dylan Cole cried at the end of the game. He really did. And what was there's his reasoning? A, there's a little, there's a little minute, minute and a half video in the locker room where he was just really bummed out about his play and oh. brought him to complete tears in the locker room. Um, just that that shouldn't happen, and we practiced no. too hard. Wasn't a great look for me, honestly. No, it's Monty Rice anyway. Yeah, it's got to be Monty. He he just he was all over the place. Yeah, Monty Rice. I don't feel like is a great. NFL linebacker? No. But for our IDP matchups here moving forward, um, he's probably going to be the guy that soaks up the tackles. Right. Yep. I like that. Let's get to the Los Angeles Chargers. The defensive line here is pretty gross. Khalil Mack is a C-grade. Sebastian Joseph Day, a guy who I thought was going to be better for us in 2022 coming from the Rams. It's just a B, maybe a C in defensive tackle leagues. Defensive tackle Morgan Fox is a B in defensive tackle leagues. Joey's stream of the week at interior defensive line. Go check that article out at Football Guys. Linebacker Drew Tranquil receives a B grade and Kenneth Murray a C grade. And then defensive backs, Derwin James is an A grade. I think he actually has a questionable tag. So maybe pay attention to that going into the weekend. And then Nasir Adderley is a C grade. Joey, why have the Los Angeles Chargers IDPs been so bad in 2022? I mean, it, it's not really just 2022. I mean, outside of Joey Bosa, it's been mm-hmm. uh, Joey Bosa and Derwin James. That is, it's been pretty much the rest of the team has been horrendous to try to figure out for years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the linebacker position's been absolutely pissed for like ten years now. Yep, I feel like since Junior Seau freaking left. But I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it, it's been so hard. Joey Bosa's out, so now you you lost your bet. Well. I would still think he's better than Khalil Mack. So now you you lose that duo. So now Khalil Mack's just getting doubled and he's got nothing on the opposite side. I think Morgan Fox has actually even played some end. Wow. But it's just, it's, they're just kind of depleted up front. When you're depleted up front, everything else st- starts to stress. Mm-hmm. And when you're not playing pressure, it's pre- it puts pressure on your secondary. And when you're not stopping anything up front, it puts pressure on your linebackers. It's just the fact that they're, they're, their defensive line has just been so poor. It's just put pressure on the rest of the defense. Yeah, it's been a weird year with no Bosa. You know, you got to think yeah. that um, they probably need to make the playoffs in order for us daily to keep his job. Yeah, no, I mean, they had high, high hopes this year. Yep, absolutely. And, and even even um, Herbert's looked look a little rough this year. Herbert has, and, and that offense is looking a little older. Keenan's looked right. a little older this year. Um, I know that the running back is relatively young, um, but – I mean, the, the the years are getting up on that receiving core there. You're right. That's been a weird team. Yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals this week play at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Cincinnati defensive line here, Sam Hubbard receives a B grade. Edge, Trey Hendrickson receives a B grade, but he does currently have a broken hand. But the coach has yet to say that Hendrickson won't play this weekend. So maybe put a pin in that. A doctor, doctor put a pin in it. Somebody help Trey out. But I will say Edge, Joseph Osai, is a C grade. He's only really a decent start if Hendrickson isn't active, which honestly, I expect Hendrickson not to play this weekend. I could be wrong. I know Trey Hendrickson's tough, but 
you know, broken hand is is uh, is difficult. Got to give my boy Boo Bam, Jeff Palmazal, a little credit here. DJ Reader is a B grade. Reader was already fourth in snaps before Hendrickson's injury. Uh, Boo Bam here expects him to play more moving forward, and he gets a plus matchup against the Tampa Bay's poorest offensive line in Week 15. Linebackers Logan Wilson an A grade, Jermaine Pratt a B grade. And then defensive backs, Jesse Bates, honestly, for me, can be a C if that's what you feel like you want to put him at. He's been terrible this year, especially ah, for where unreal. you drafted him. And then Von Bell, I have as an A grade. He could be a B grade also. He has been diff, uh, pretty difficult as of late. Who do you want to talk about here, Joey? Um, do you want to talk about Logan Wilson? You know, maybe even Jermaine Pratt can pop at times. Yeah. What, what do you want to touch on? I kind of like DJ Reader, honestly. I'm, I'm with Palmazol here. Yeah, I actually, I actually wrote up Reader last week in my streamer article just because he's got such a good. I mean, first off, his his like he says his snap percentage is so high. He's got a great tackle floor. I mean, he had I think five tackles last week. He's been applying pressure, which he's never really been known for, but he's actually has a decent amount of pressures going into this this game. So uh-huh. I don't mind D- Reader here. I like that. You agree with a B grade? Yeah. Or you, I like you I like B. I like B. I like him. What about uh, Jermaine Pratt? Is he a B grade for you, or is that too much yeah. overreach? No, Pratt's been good this year. I mean, I've actually he's been a weekly starter for me. I mean, he's not a killer, but he's a solid LB two this year. Yep, I agree, man. Let's talk about some players that have been kind of skeptical, also on the other side of the ball. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line. Joe Tryon Choyinka is a C grade. He hasn't done much lately. Carl Nassib, though, the free agency signing in the offseason, he receives a B grade. I'm fine with Carl going into week 15. Vita Vea, a B in defensive tackle leagues. Linebackers, Devin White, Levante David, both A grades, and then defensive backs, Keanu Neal, a B grade, Antoine Winfield, a B grade, and Logan Ryan, a B grade. Um, Devin White and Levante David, what do we expect from them in the future? Are they going to continue to just roll out Levante and De- uh, Devin 2023 you think they move on from levante david what's your dynasty take on both of those guys i think uh it all depends on what he wants for a contract i mean if he doesn't want too much they'd be stupid not to i mean he hasn't really showed much decline maybe a little bit but mm-hmm. i mean david's been he's been one of the most solid linebackers since what 2012 long time yeah i mean he's just been rock solid and i mean devin white's pretty darn good in his own right you got to imagine a lot of that probably has to do with what Tom does. Yes. Where does that team see themselves? Are right. they going to try Kyle Trask and maybe even grabbing a quarterback in the draft? Or uh, I think Brady's gone. I think I think it's either the end of the road for him or he goes to be the quarterback quarterback of the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Stop it. It's possible. I don't want the 44-year-old. It's possible. Let's talk about the New York Giants playing football this weekend at the Washington football team i'm not even calling them what they're called now i like the football team better uh the new york giants defensive line edge Kayvon thibodeau is a b grade edge aziz ojalari is a b grade again according to our boy jake colhagen aziz has 10 pressures and three sacks over these last two weeks and 41 plus snaps in those games Aziz is coming on. Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams, the defensive tackles there, are both A-grades in DT leagues. Linebacker Jalen Smith, a B-grade. Micah McFadden is a C-grade for me. I'm not really trusting him going into this weekend, even though I know he's a nice little dynasty stash. And he is injured, but he did practice fully on Wednesday. And then defensive back, Julian Love is a B-grade. Dane Belton is a B-grade also. 
Um, Kayvon Thibodeau or Aziz Ojolari in week 15, Joey? Oh, it's Aziz Ojolari for me. Wow. He's he's been I loved him last year. He, he's athletic as heck. Like everybody praises Thibodeau's athleticism. Ojolari's athletic as heck, man. Yep. And you look at him like Jake says, 10 pressures, three sacks over the last two weeks. Add the fact that he has five tackles, two for a loss, and two forced fumbles. So I was like, it's it's not just one thing. He's doing it all, and he's just a, he's applying pressure up the butt. Mm-hmm. What about in Dynasty? You like Aziz more than Thibodeau? I do. I, wow. I mean, I feel like Aziz has a rookie flash more than Thibodeau has. And mm-hmm. in a situation where he doesn't have somebody like Aziz across from him. Yep. The more I'm seeing out of Aziz, the more I'm seeing maybe that top 10 defensive line dynasty upside for him. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I tossed Aziz in in a trade with our boy Josh Raymer here in the last couple of weeks, and I couldn't be more disappointed that I shipped him off. But <laughs> anyways, whatever. Such is life. The Washington football team defensive line edge Montez Sweat gets a B grade. Put a pin in this. Don't know if this is going to happen or not, but Chase Young is going to receive a C grade from me. I honestly expect Chase Young to make his 2022 debut in Week 15. I wouldn't start him in your IDP matchups because if he plays, I would expect that it's going to be a relatively low number of snaps. But it would at least be cool to see Chase Young play this season, even this weekend, which I know they have the Sunday night football game. Um, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen have both been absolutely world beaters. Beastly. Oh, my gosh. A-plus starts in defensive tackle leagues. And honestly, if you're going to roll them out in defensive line leagues, I don't even care. You could do much worse. Mm-hmm. Linebackers, Jamin Davis is a B-grade. John Bostic, really a C-slash-D grade. I'm not trusting Bostic this nah. week, but I probably would roll out Jamin Davis and feel confident as an LB2, LB3 type role. Yep. Cameron Curl, defensive back there in A-grade. Bobby McCain, a C-grade. And Derek Forrest, a B-grade. What do you want to talk about here, Joey? Uh, I want to talk about Montez Sweet. I mean, I feel like he's a uh, he's kind of overlooked all the time. But uh, if you look at the matchup, I mean, the Giants have given up the third most sacks, the forty four. Uh, Sweet's or he's only one off of his career high in pressures. He's got five sacks in the last four games. I mean, I think I think this could be a huge game for Sweet. Yep, I couldn't agree more, man. I really like Montez. Um, what about Jamin Davis? Any confidence in him going into this weekend? Yeah, I mean, New York loves to run the ball. I mean, Saquon Barkley, he's kind of reemerged. So between running the football and checking down to Saquon Barkley, I mean, there's plenty of time, plenty of plays for Davis to get involved on. So it's not going to be Bostic. So it's going to be all Davis pretty much. Yeah, the Cole Holcomb experience that just didn't oh. last long enough in 2022. And I miss him. Shout out Macri. I love you, John Macri. All right, let's get to the last matchup of the week. The Los Angeles Rams are playing at the Green Bay Packers. What's the weather supposed to be there this weekend? Pretty nasty? Uh, actually, I'm not even 100% sure. I know there was a chance of rain on the other side of the lakes down towards uh, New York, but I didn't know. I'm sure Green Bay is going to be nice and frigid. As I said, um, it's probably going to just be cold as hell. Absolutely. The Los Angeles Rams defensive line edge. Leonard Floyd. Floyd, uh, C grade for me. I'm not. I'm not really trusting Floyd. He's been too up or too down. Mm-hmm. I have to mention Aaron Donald because I think there's a possibility that maybe he plays this weekend in your defensive tackle leagues. Just maybe, just maybe keep an eye on it. If Aaron Donald is at all active, I'm going to start him because the man is an animal, and I may not ever have another year to start Aaron Donald in my IDP matchups. <sighs> 
Could be That's the a end. tearjerker. The beginning of the end. Ashawn Robinson, a B grade in defensive tackle leagues. And honestly, Greg Gaines has been good as well. I'm going to give him a B in defensive tackle leagues. Linebackers, Bobby Wagner, you know what he is. He's an A grade. Ernest mm-hmm. Jones, my little savior boy for the year, is going to receive a B grade. And then some gross DBs, but usable. Nick Scott, B grade. Taylor Rapp, B grade. And then Jalen Ramsey, an A in cornerback leagues and a B in defensive back leagues. Joey, I could talk about any of these guys. Who do you like? Uh, I I like Bobby Wagner. I mean, Bobby Wagner is fantastic. Sure. Love Bobby Wagner. Um, I kind of want to touch on the fact that if Darren, Aaron Donald doesn't play, I don't trust anybody else in the defensive line. Couldn't agree more. It's, it's the Aaron Donald effect. I mean, when he's there, everybody's better. When he's not there, everybody's a lot worse. Yep. Yep. I think that is why I really trust Bobby Wagner and Ernest Jones if Aaron Mm -hmm. Donald doesn't play because they are going to soak up a lot of plays in general. Mm -hmm. Crossing patterns, running backs, grabbing tight ends. I mean, it's going to be a busy day for those linebackers. I really like those two guys rolling down the stretch because that is, agreed, a very, very bad, maybe one of the worst defensive lines in the league, at Uh, least going into this weekend. It's unfortunate. The Green Bay Packers defensive line, Preston Smith, Per Joey, again, in his article with football guys, Smith has been on the field for 81.15% of the Packers snaps in 2022. Thank you for that goodness, Joey. I didn't even know that. Dean Lowry is going to receive a C grade. Man, it's so good. I don't know if I gave Preston Smith his grade. He he received a B grade. I didn't know if I said that or not. Linebackers, Quay Walker is an A grade. He has 29 tackles, a sack, and one fumble recovery in the last three weeks. Dear goodness. Devondre Campbell is an A-grade. Campbell returned in week 13 to accumulate none other than double-digit mm-hmm. in tackles. That's what Devondre Campbell does. He is the sponge for that defense. And then defensive backs, Adrian Amos, a C-grade. Darnell Savage, a C-grade. He was inactive in week 13. And then Keyshawn Nixon, pay attention to him if you have points for return yardage in your leagues. Both All those defensive backs are gross aside from Keyshawn Nixon, honestly. Um Let's talk about Preston Smith. Joey, you wrote him up. Why do you like him so much this week? Because the Rams' offensive line has been trash this year. Fantastic reason. Just trash. I mean, and 81% of snaps. I mean, he's the leading pass rusher on the team. He's got a pretty decent, decent tackle floor. I think he's at 16 tackles the last three weeks. Yeah, let's think about this. You are at home this weekend. It's probably going to be cold. They're rolling out Baker Mayfield on his second start for his, what is this now, third team or fourth team this year? I can't even yeah. keep count. Preston Smith is receiving over 80% of the snaps. That's the worst defensive line almost in the league this year with the Los Angeles Rams. Their running game doesn't work. What what more do you want? Preston yeah. Smith could maybe even be an A grade this week going into it. I couldn't agree anymore. Yep. I love <laughs> I it, man. Agree I love it. I hope the Rams just get just beat down this week. Let's get to our listener questions for the week. Real and then we're going to put like, up. Do they, do they even have a pick next year, first rounder next year? Absolutely not. The Lions nah. have it, and it's a really, really good pick. I think it's like the fifth pick or something. Yeah. It's fantastic. Dang. Listener questions. We love our listeners. We love our supporters at the idpshow.com. This is from Blake. It's a long one, so bear with me. Need to start two defensive linemen, and I have Josh Allen, Montez Sweet, Aziz Ojolari, or Jeffrey Simmons. Who would you start? Blake says, I'm leaning towards Sweet and Ojolari. I think we have one point per tackle. Um, I'm not sure what he says assist here, but two for tackles for lost, five for sack, and a bonus for two plus sacks. Thanks in advance for your help. I've managed to scrape into the playoffs in our startup dynasty league this year because of the help 
with waivers from you all. Blake, you're the man. I hope this helps so much. Joey, answer the question here for me, too, between Josh Allen, Sweat, Aziz Ojolari, and Jeffrey Simmons. I uh, just actually talked about both of them earlier, Sweat and Ojolari. Fantastic. Uh, Ojolari, five tackles, three sacks, two tackle, two forced fumbles, two tackles for a loss, 10 pressures since he's returned in his last two games. Washington's given up the seventh most sacks in the league. Uh, Sweat, Giants giving up the third most sacks in the league. He's one off his career high in pressure. He's got five sacks his last four games. Mm-hmm. Get it. Couldn't agree with you more. That's more than anything matchup related. And plus, the be- best part of this, Blake, is you get to sit back on Sunday Night Football and watch both of your guys go after the quarterback on both sides of the ball. That's a beautiful thing. We're going to get to the next listener question here. This is our last one. Uh, Mac Evans, start three. Nick Bolton, Logan Wilson, Jamin Davis, Matt Milano, Frankie Louvu, Christian Harris, Isaiah Simmons, Monty Rice. Dear goodness. Bolton and Wilson, definitely. Sure. And then after that, I'm going Isaiah Simmons. I mean, since a certain somebody called out Addy for missing on Simmons, he's been a monster. Like he Let's said, go. was it LB8 since what, week seven, was it? Week eight. Close week enough. Eight. LB8. So it's like, all right, I would not call the LBA of the year a miss. It's just somebody who finally figured it out. Man, I love it. I'm with you, Joey. Bolton, Logan, Isaiah Simmons season. That's a bow. We're putting a bow on this episode. Joey, this has been a fantastic time. We've gone matchup by matchup. We talked about every single team in the NFL. We talked about all their defensive linemen, their linebackers, their defensive backs. It was a fantastic time. Joey, I'm going to roll the red carpet out again for you. We just got a long red carpet today. Tell the people that are listening, what do you got going on? Where can they find your stuff? What are you going to be doing this offseason? You can find all my stuff at footballguys.com. I'm going to be doing – I'm going to be getting my projections for the next season ready uh, because I roll out – it's dynasty projections. We have the draft dominator where you can go set your – you want to do win now, so then it adjusts the rankings for age because we have to switch eight. We have three different settings per projections. It's eight, high, low, and your base, and it's all how long you think it's going to go for. It's deep. It's deep. So I got that going this offseason. I'm going to be doing the IDP guys draft guide once again. So it's going to be the fourth year for that. I'm just going to be writing articles for football guys guys look for the trade for in the off season, a lot of rookie content, uh, just watching a lot of tape on rookies. It's just, it's going to be a lot of rookie stuff, but other than that, I'm just going to enjoy myself, man. How about you? Heck yeah, man. I'm going to put a key in a Chevy and we're going, we're going to go for a drive. That's what we're going to do this. Be halfway season. and do some burnouts. Heck yeah, man. It's about that time to shut football down and enjoy some actual NFL playoffs. Yes, Joey, this has been a fantastic time. Thank you, my man for filling in for the sick Evan Ronda. Evan, feel better. Can't wait to have you back next week with the IDP show. We're going to be on the IDP Blitz with our man, Sigmund Bloom. We're going to be talking about some plush matchups going into your week 16 semifinals of the playoffs. We're going to get you some championships this weekend. But for myself, Bobby Reynolds, for my boy, Joey the Tooth, this has been the IDP show week 15 preview. We love you. Go get you a quarterfinal. We'll see you next week preparing for the semifinals. And for my boy Evan Ronda, IDP, peace out. In your mind.